You're listening to ISM The Podcast, where immigrant stories matter. We're here to amplify immigrant voices and create a community where people from any background can come together and embrace each other's differences. It's time to end the negative stigmas around immigrants because they're freaking rock stars. And we're going to prove that one story at a time. Hello, everybody. (laughs) I am here today back on ISM with, I honestly can't even believe this right now, Miss (laughs) New York USA 2020, Andrea Hi. Guys, this is like unreal. Thank you so much for being here. Of course, I'm excited to be here. I'm like so proud of you for even doing this and using your platform to, you know, give immigrants a a voice and talk about our own struggles and adversities and accomplishments and all that stuff. So kudos to you. Thank you. Honestly, it's just an honor to have you here. And every single episode that I do is so unique and different and amazing. And every story is so important. But your story is one that I followed along ever since you won <laughs> and I've been rooting for you since day one oh, just because you. everything that you went through all of the struggles that you overcame it made you the person you are today mm-hmm. and even though I didn't know you personally I could tell you were just so humble you came from humble beginnings and the thing that I love about that most is when someone comes from another country and no matter what, they don't forget their roots. Mm-hmm. You can tell that that's still something that's so important to you 100%. and something that you talked about throughout your entire reign. And I hope you know how many people that that probably influenced. Oh, I, that means a lot to me. Thank you. I really yeah, appreciate that. Of course. So let's tell the world <laughs> what they want to hear. Let's talk about yourself. Uh, so I was born in Praia Cape Verde, which mm-hmm. is a group of 10 islands on the west coast of Africa. Uh, that's how I speak Portuguese. Yeah, um, I love that. <laughs> um, I basically, you know, was born into a, in a third world country and was mm-hmm. born into poverty and uh, immigrated to the United States when I was seven. Um, we came to Boston, uh, lived here up until I was 18 and moved to New York for college. And that's where I've been since then. That's so um, Yeah, I, you know, started pageant when I was 19. And I've been, you know, working as a public speaker, as a philanthropist, working with New York Cares, um, as well as, you know, uh, working with brands on social media. But now I'm actually going into TV, which I'm really excited Ooh. about. So uh, it's been, you know, ever since I got here, it's it's definitely been such a, a beautiful journey, but right. uh, challenging for sure. Of course. Yeah. But you're doing such incredible things doing the, all the public speaking that you do, your philanthropy work, all of that is making such a big difference and it's inspiring little girls all over the world. They're seeing themselves in you. Which is and, what it's all about. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like people people look at pageantry and they see the very superficial side of mm-hmm. it. And I remember actually you talking a lot about um, everyone talking about your walk. Oh. And <laughs> and you're like, you're like, I love that. I love that people talk oh about my, my walk and I'm so honored <laughs> oh, about that, that. But I, I'm so much more than that. And throughout pageantry, that's the whole point. And that's what I really want people to understand is that, no, it, it's not all about 
outer beauty. It's mm -hmm. about our inner beauty. It's about what we stand for. It's about the things that we do. And so you've obviously done an incredible job of that. So thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, of course. So when your family decided to move to the U.S., what was that decision like? Um, to be quite honest, I literally just one day, my, my mom was like, hey, we are moving to America. And I was yeah. like, what is that? Uh, <laughs> what's America? What's America? Because we didn't have television. We didn't have magazines. And mm -hmm. like, I mean, the books that we did have was, it wasn't, there was no photos in it or anything. So I really had no idea of anything outside of the, the little bubble of Cape Verde that I was living in. Um, I didn't know about other countries. I didn't know anything. So when she said, we're going to America, I was like, one, what is that? Mm -hmm. And two, why? Yeah. And she was like, you know, we're going for a better opportunity, um, you know, a better life. And I still couldn't really comprehend that because I'm like, I love my life here. Mm -hmm. Even though like I was literally living in poverty, going to school with the, the same pair of shoes that I had, mm -hmm. um, I, I was still happy. Mm -hmm. I didn't really know anything other than that. So right. to me, life was great. Yeah. Um, and I couldn't really understand how much better life could be. And we ended up coming. Actually, we were funny. I always tell a story because uh, it kind of set things up for uh, my future life. So mm -hmm. when we arrived to Logan Airport, um, everything was just, I was like, culture shock. Everything, there were so many people walking around and um, I went up to the, this information desk, didn't really know what it was, but there was like a pamphlet there. Mm -hmm. And I just remember grabbing it. And on the pamphlet, it was a, a photo of New York City. And I didn't really know what it said. All I just saw was this big like <gasps> skyline, you know, and like, I look at it and I was so drawn to that. And I was like, I don't know what this is, but like, I want to see it. I want to be there. I want to smell it. I don't know what this yeah. is. <laughs> um, and it's so funny because years later, here I am as Miss New York USA. Oh my You know, gosh. literally my first yeah. day in America, seeing that and gravitating towards that. Um, but yeah, so we... Um, lived in Fall River for a few years uh, mm -hmm. until we kind of moved around. Mm -hmm. That's so crazy. Everything really does happen for a reason. Mm -hmm. Like God puts things in our path that we're supposed to see, that we're supposed to feel that lead us to our greater purpose. Exactly. It's so insane. And also, isn't it a little weird that like you're two minutes from the place that you first landed when you came to America and you're like here talking about I your know, story. I know, I know, it's insane. Like it's kind of a full circle mm -hmm. moment. 100%. That's insane. 100%. So in pageantry, do you feel like because you were born somewhere else and that you had a different background than other people, did that influence anything throughout your journey? Um, to be quite honest, I give all credit to pageants for m making me proud of being an immigrant, mm -hmm. of being able to own everything that's made me who I am. Mm -hmm. Because, um, you know, like I said, it was very challenging when I moved here. And because I, you know, there was a point where I was kind of running away from everything that made me who I am. I didn't tell anyone that I was an immigrant. I didn't tell wow. anyone that I spoke a different language uh, because for so long, all I wanted to do was fit in. Mm -hmm. And so when I finally was able to fit in, when I finally went to school and I was taking classes with all the other American kids is what I yeah. call them, <laughs> and I was fluent in English, um, I just didn't want anyone to treat me any differently. I didn't want anyone to pick on me. I finally felt that I fit in. And so I never owned anything. I didn't own um, any part of who I actually was. Mm -hmm. So I kind of went through most of my life um, kind of hiding that and being ashamed of that. Mm -hmm. um, 
And it wasn't until my second pageant, uh, I was filling out the bio form and on there was like, what makes you unique? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what makes me unique. And my mom was like, well, you speak four languages. You were born in a different country. And I was mm -hmm. like, oh, there's no way that I can talk about that. Oh I was like, gosh. I can't put that on the paper. Absolutely not. My mom was like, well, try it. Just do it. And I ended up just following my mom's uh -huh. advice. Moms, moms, know, best. moms, moms know, best. know best. And I remember walking um, into the interview room and the first question that the judge asked me was like, what languages do you speak? And we talked about that and she spoke Spanish and, you know, because it was like a round robin. So mm -hmm. we were talking in Spanish for a little bit and she, her eyes just like lit up when we were talking about, wow. you know, me being from a different country and stuff. And I ended up winning the national title when I, at, the, at that pageant. And then, of course, with interviews and stuff, a lot of people were asking me about it. Mm -hmm. And I just got to talk more about, you know, my past and right. where I come from and the language that I speak. And from there, I was like, wait, this is this is actually me. Like, I just yeah. felt so, I just felt so wholesome. I just yeah. felt so grounded. Like you found yourself. Exactly, exactly. Something Aww. that I was running away from for so long and didn't talk about, I mm -hmm. finally was. And it was such a great feeling and I, I loved it. And from there, every pageant that I ever competed in, I'm like, I speak four languages. Yeah. I'm an immigrant from Cape Verde. Just like super proud and of proud. it. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's amazing. Like, honestly, that's, that's the point of all of this is that I really want immigrants, of course this is an educational podcast for people who aren't immigrants mm -hmm. to get a feel of what it's like, but at the same time, I hope that immigrants listen to this and hear these stories and feel the same way and get that aha exactly. moment, like, mm -hmm. oh my God, no, she's right, like, I should be embracing who I am, that's so important, it's, it's that, that full circle moment, and when you aren't engaged with your past mm -hmm. and you... Oh God, I thought the dogs were coming in for a second. <laughs> they literally interrupt every single podcast, I kid you not. We have a guest of one. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's it's just so incredibly important and I really hope that people can see that and see the changes that you made and how that actually helped you reach mm -hmm. all of your goals. And a reoccurring theme actually in most of my podcasts, if not all of them, is a lot of people have that exact same moment or they talk about how important it is to remember your past mm -hmm. to stay grounded to who you are because it's so easy to go to a new country and feel the need to assimilate fully into that country because unfortunately people are mean yeah. especially when you're younger mm -hmm. and you're a kid and you're trying to go to school and you're trying to fit in like you speak another language and it should be something that's like incredible and yeah, so cool <laughs> like oh my god you speak four languages you come from another country but unfortunately it's not what was that like for you as a kid yeah i the first school that i went to um it, there wasn't any bilingual classes so i was the only immigrant the only non-english speaking student <gasps> in the class and of course that was extremely difficult and um i just remember having one no friends because um, everyone thought that I was a weird kid. Like, we would have recess, and I, like, this was, like, back when schools gave out popsicles, and they uh -huh. weren't about, like, healthy eating. <laughs> so, like, during recess, like, I would just get a popsicle, like, sit on the ground, and just watch everybody play. And oh. I remember one day when I did try to, like, communicate with someone, mm -hmm. they just, like, all laughed at me. And, like, I went to the bathroom, and I just, like, bawled my eyes out. 
My heart. And then, and then we ended up uh, switching me to another school that did have bilingual classes. So I was in a, in a class with, uh, you know, all other kids from that spoke Portuguese, that spoke Cape Verdean Creole. Mm-hmm. And I remember just still not feeling like I fit in mm-hmm. with this idea in my head of what I was watching on TV and like, right. you know, seeing all the other American kids and how much fun they were having. And so I just, I just wanted to learn English so bad that I would actually stay up until like 1 a.m. Like either watching cartoons or going over my notes. So I watch. I would watch no all way. my cartoons with subtitles, and I would like try to um, mimic the the sounds that they were making. And so I was like the first kid in my wow. class, and yeah, in my class to like start taking um, regular ESL classes with all the other other American American kids. And I was so excited about that You're um, like, because I did it. for me, yeah, for me it was a point of like, okay, I can finally fit in. I can finally mm-hmm. be like all these other kids, mm-hmm. which in ret- retrospect um, ended up doing more harm than it did good. Really? To me. Yeah. Um, because like I said, that's when kind of a lot of the self-hatred and the shame mm-hmm. um, came about. I would even be with my parents, you know, like at Marshall's mm-hmm. and I would see like a classmate there and I would like try to like walk away from my mom because my mom was only speaking Aww. like Portuguese or Cape and Creole right. to me and I didn't want them to hear my mom speaking that to me because then I was like, oh my gosh, then they're going to like know that I'm not from here. It right. was like a crazy thing that was obviously a lot in my head. Oh my gosh. Um, and you know, now I feel like people are a lot more accepting. Right. Kids are a lot more accepting of one another, yeah. I feel like, than they I were back so. then. Yeah. Right, at least I hope so. Um, but it's, you know, at the end of the day, it's one of those things that definitely, the challenges that I faced made me who I am today. Mm-hmm. And now I I know, so I can now speak from both sides right. for other people that may be in the position that I was, that mm-hmm. I was in. Yeah, of course. That's insane, just the way that kids treat immigrants and everything that you have to go through in school Mm -hmm. and I like you said I hope it's different nowadays because I feel like it's not stopping at the end of the day immigration is going to keep taking place it's going to keep taking up space Mm -hmm. which I think is for the best absolutely the United States as a whole is a big melting pot everyone has basically come from immigrant Mm -hmm. roots. And so, I mean, with everything going on in the world, climate change, political events, all these other things, like people are gonna keep on coming here and we just need to accept the fact that that is something that is happening. Mm -hmm. And instead of straying away from it, we need to embrace it. Yeah, 100%. And also remember that when, you know, immigrants come here, we're not taking anything away from this country. Absolutely. We're just adding. Adding. We're adding a lot. Adding. Adding so much. So much. <laughs> like, so much. And the fact that people can't see that mm-hmm. really blows my mind. I, I just don't understand. People think that they're coming here and taking away money and jobs and all these things when in reality, immigrants are adding mm-hmm. adding jobs they're 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 creating jobs most of the entrepreneurs in this country are immigrants or first generation mm-hmm. how crazy is I that know. like when you look at that statistic and when, when i first found that out i was like it makes so much sense though because when you come from hardship when you leave everything that you have behind give all that up to come to a mm-hmm. new country of opportunities to create a better life for you or for your family or whoever it is you're going to give 150 percent of that effort that's like one of the things that sometimes people ask me like what what drives you like what's your why and Mm -hmm. i'm like 
for me to come from a different country was not an easy task. Mm -hmm. It's not like, oh, you know, you want to go to Paris and you want to live in right. Paris for a few years. And you, you're in America, you up and go to uh -huh. Paris. That is not how it works nope. for, for other countries <laughs> no. wanting to come to America. Right. It's extremely difficult. I have an uncle who's been wanting American citizenship. Has been wanting to just come to America for 15 years and Crazy. has not been granted um, visa for it. And so I felt just extremely lucky to have the opportunity to come here when there's millions of other people, millions of other kids out there that would die for the opportunity mm -hmm. to be here. And so for me, it's like, I'm not going to come here and then just waste that opportunity. Right. I'm going to make it valuable. Mm -hmm. I'm going to use the opportunity to the best of its ability and make something out of myself just so it's not like a waste. Yeah. Um, and it's like sometimes it's definitely a chip on my shoulder, but it's definitely um, in the most positive way possible. Yeah, absolutely. And it should be. Mm -hmm. You should take full advantage of that. It makes you who you are. It makes you stronger. And it's something that I hope everyone can see through everything that mm -hmm. you're doing, all of your successes, like your parents, your family moving here. I can't even imagine how proud they are of you and everything that you've <laughs> you accomplished. You should see the shrine in my mom's uh, my mom's house, okay? She oh, literally has imagine. like any time I like ever, you know, just went Sometimes I'm like, oh, it's just like a little small award. Yeah. My mom's like, send it to me. Yeah. Post oh on Facebook. Yeah, they're gosh. extremely, they're extremely proud. Yeah. Um, you know, because it's like their wildest dreams. Like, yeah. you know, of course, like me coming here and just going to college in itself, but mm -hmm. then becoming Miss New York USA and having a great career. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, they they're definitely extremely proud. Which yeah. is is, you know, what it's all about. Yeah. Immigrant parents are something else. They're so funny. <laughs> My dad is like, he's the exact same way. I like uh, did an interview for like my local paper in mm -hmm. like Drake it Lowell area and he's like when is it printing out is yeah. it out yet like can Ask you get me copies? copies so when I went to Florida you bet that I I brought a couple copies for him he like walked around the house showing everyone I was like dad yeah. this isn't anything but they're so but cute it's, but it's it's so admirable because to them you know it's things like that just aren't possible, mm -hmm. you know? Like, I guess, like, back in the, the home country, it's, like, or it's not possible. It's just extremely, extremely hard. Yeah. And so, you know, the fact that we're here, we are, like, able to make something out of ourselves mm -hmm. and do something bigger than ourselves, it's a problem. Yeah. We're living their American dream. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's just, uh, I think this is so important to talk about, and Thank you again just like for being here and for being open and talking about your story. Yeah. All I all I say is like I, I think, you know, if you're if you're not an immigrant, I any chance that you get to travel, to mm -hmm. travel different parts of the world, mm -hmm. do it. Do it. Because yeah. I feel like if you are if you were born in America and you just spend your whole life here, you may see photos and like stuff, you know, on the internet, but mm -hmm. you truly don't know what life is like outside of the yeah. US. Um, and going to a different country and fully immersing in their culture and seeing things in person will really change up your perspective 100%. on how you view yourself, how you view life, and also the opportunities that you are lucky enough to have. Absolutely. Um, because even for me, like, it's, you know, yeah, I was born in poverty and all that stuff, but I kind of forgot about that along the way, mm -hmm. and it wasn't until I started traveling again. I went to Nicaragua, I was in the Philippines, and, you know, I was able to see a lot in in person mm -hmm. and it just really reminded me of just how truly lucky we all are to Absolutely. live the life that we live yeah um because you know other people 
aren't living this life right. and we it's easy to take a lot of things for granted because it's what we're used to mm -hmm. we wake up and we have a roof over our head and we have like, running oh, water everything, everything exactly just comes so it comes so natural and easy we don't have to think about any mm -hmm. of that and we take it for granted yeah and um you know it's, it's just all about when you don't when you don't take something for granted you're able to also be more empathetic towards other people and mm -hmm. their struggles and be more kind to that and more aware of that Absolutely. and I think that's also you know a big root of um our country really coming more together fully understanding you know other people and their yeah struggles. that's 100 I I completely agree with you and I also think it's so important to when you travel don't just stick to the touristy mm -hmm. things that people do <laughs> like yeah go to Mexico and sit by the beach but there's so much more exactly. to it there's so much more to that country and I think that goes for every country out exactly. there there's always like the touristy things that you can do but take a look at what's really there mm -hmm. the cultures the people the foods that's when you really have the most fun too mm -hmm. that's is when you truly learn immersing yourself yeah 100 percent. so that's really good advice for non-immigrants but for immigrants or people who are looking to immigrate to the united states what advice do you think you have for them i think the biggest thing is always remembering i say this all the time that you're more than enough mm -hmm. um you know like you have skills you have special abilities um, you're an intelligence. You have so many things that you can add to this country mm -hmm. and um, never hold yourself back because you yeah. feel like you're not capable or you feel like, you know, you're in a different country. You don't feel good enough that you can't do something you can. Yeah. Um, of course, it's going to be a little bit harder, but we always persevere. Yeah. Um, we are always so determined. We will mm -hmm. work harder than anyone else. Yep. And, um, you know, just, and it's never too late also. It's never too late to make that dream happen. It's yeah. never too late to, um, you know, go after that goal that's one of my biggest things that I want to remind people of because I feel like especially if you're older you may come to America and you feel like you have to give up on a lot of things and just work for mm -hmm. the rest of your life and that's not always the case um, my mom just got her master's degree a few oh, like two years her? ago and so you know she came here with just like a, a high school education mm -hmm. um, and so it's never too late just chase your goals and chase your dream and know that you're welcomed here yeah absolutely at least there's people like us here who will mm -hmm. welcome you with open arms if you need anything. Exactly. <laughs> Aww, I love that advice. And immigrants are truly the most resilient, strongest, hardworking people that I know in my life. And so it's just amazing to be able to hear all these stories, to hear new stories mm -hmm. every single week. It's just, it makes my heart so happy. And I just want you guys to know you, everyone who comes into this podcast, you guys are making such a difference, and it's so really, are you. It's really not. <laughs> it's really not about me, though. Like I, I just want to use this as a tool for you guys to use your voice because yeah, it's but so still doing important. a big thing Thank for you. sure. Because there's, you know, there's so many stories to be told out there, yeah. and not many platforms to yeah, tell our stories I agree. so you are contributing to the bigger picture so thank you thank you <laughs> well guys this has been an awesome podcast i'm seriously just so happy and thankful that you took the time to be here with us today and to tell your story so seriously i cannot thank you enough thank you for having me this has been really fun guys the queen is at my house <laughs> are we kidding me <laughs> thank you guys and i hope to see you guys next time on ism the podcast bye thanks so much for listening to ism where immigrant stories matter make sure to subscribe so that you get notified when new podcasts are released 
And if you just can't wait for the next one, follow us on Instagram at ISM the podcast so that you're always in the know. Until next time.